when I was 17, I got kicked out, um, mainly because I was gay. And so I pretty much depend on myself, and I do what I see fit, and that's just who I am. All right, so I picked this as our clip of the week because at this early part of the of the season, Akasha is really our villain. You know, she's she's our, I, I want to say act one villain. We would say act one gun. She's our act one villain. Right, because the long con hasn't really been revealed yet. Yeah, we don't really we don't really fully see Rebecca as, yeah, as and, the villain that she is. And even when we're kind of talking about the queens, I remember our, when we did our Meet the Queens, the first episode of this, like we even forgot about Rebecca. Totally, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and it's funny because when I think about watching the season, when I like rewatched it and I think about the last few episodes, she is such a present figure and a present storyline in the latter half of the season. And it's, Oh, it's all her. Yeah. It's all waiting for her to go home. Yeah. It, I remember when I first watched the season, like back in 2009 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we, we were just, why is she still on the show? Yeah. I mean, it even, it totally eclipsed all of the Chanel drama. Yeah. You know? And in some ways it was like, I didn't even I mean even though obviously like BB and Nina were doing great I almost wasn't even thinking about them because like they was like okay well they're doing great okay right, you know right. um, and so Akasha really you know in these first three episodes I mean that's her storyline she's she's just you know she's the villain character and she's the mean girl and that's who she's cast herself yeah, as yeah she's difficult in the challenges yeah yeah but what I think is interesting and I think Drag Race has done this in later seasons and and the reason I chose this clip is we we get the villain's backstory. We understand. We humanize the villain. Yeah, we understand why she's acting like this. You know, it's very on brand for this episode <clears throat> because, as Oprah, <clears throat> excuse me, mm. as Oprah says, uh, "Hurt people, hurt people." Exactly. No, yeah. that's that's a really good point. Is like that's really what we're seeing with Akasha. I mean, and when you think about it, there's, I mean. There's something that she, yeah, she says it like I just like I, I had to learn to just like do things the way I needed to do things. Like I couldn't be worrying about other people. I yeah. didn't have room for other people's feelings because I had my own hurt feelings to be addressing. But it's interesting that she can talk like that, but as if it's past tense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But she's still doing it. Like she's still acting like the mean girl. Right, still well, acting like the angry boy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, th- I think that she is, she's capitalizing on it. I mean, we talked about this, you know, in the last episode that oh, she's right. our she's original self-producer. Sure, it's like sure, sure. she, it's actually kind of interesting. It's, it's almost this idea that about, you know, about art. And I suppose, you know, not to sort of contradict the artist's way, but the idea of taking your pain and turning it into art. You know, the artist's way would say, well, you don't need to be in pain to create art. Right. But I think anyone, any of us who've created art, know what it feels like to take pain and turn it into art. It's very different. Right. And right. I think that in a way, I don't know if consciously, but in a way that's exactly what Akasha is doing is she's taking her pain and she's turning it into a character on television mm. and she's using that as a fuel. And it's, I don't, I'm not going to give her credit that she like thought of all that. I think she's just kind of like, well, like, well I think she's also on a well-produced reality show yeah. where they're like, Oh, great. Villain. Yeah, you'd be right. that perfect. Yeah, and uh, but she's kind of like she's a villain in the way that like, not that Gia Gunn was a villain, but we knew Gia Gunn wasn't going to last long. Right, she, right. Akasha, she, we knew was going home. We we're just yeah. waiting for the bomb to go off. Yeah. Right, right. And so, uh, but you know, but again, like Gia Gunn, we don't really get this like tragic backstory. But other queens where we do get a tragic backstory. Um, I mean, immediately I think of Roxy Andrews. Oh, it's the first one. And, you know, I remember that episode and being like, I hate Roxy. And then you see that and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, really. It was a really kind of important moment for her. But still, people still hated on her when she got to the top three. 
Oh, yeah, because I think like that happened and then so much happened They're after like, that. That's no excuse. She treated Jinx like cuz I we've talked about this on the podcast before, but um one of the strengths of RuPaul's show is the underdog, right? Right. She always highlights the underdog and we always, uh, underdogs we know as gay people, as queer people, as a queer community and their allies, we often feel like we're the underdog in our lives. Mm -hmm. And so we, we, we root against the bully and we root for the underdog and Roxy was the bully. Right. But it was super important to have that story. And I don't think she produced that. That was something that came up. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, that's all, you know, a whole other tangent about like if Roxy Andrews had like self-produced that moment, you know, if she if she was like, "Oh shit, I'm about to like possibly go home, so like now's my moment to like bring out my sob story." I don't want to believe that because it yeah. seems like such a raw moment, you know? And so I, like, I, I understand kind of the idea that she was in this place of like, Oh, I just, I feel not good enough and I feel not wanted. And right. this moment is just this spotlight on that. Yeah. You know? She felt, she felt super vulnerable. Yeah. Right? And you know, you're, they're tired. Right. They're tired. Right. I mean, exactly. Th- things come up when you're tired. Like right. That. Right. Uh, you're vulnerable. So the other one uh, from season two, the other villain, I think we can talk about is Tyra. Yeah, as this uh, figure. I mean, her backstory was she had a son, and I mean, that she was doing this all for her son. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of when I think about Tyra's backstory. That's what I think about is that she's she's a single father and she's really just trying to provide for her son and right. uh, be a good parent. And I and it's interesting because we we know about the son early on, but it comes up again towards the end of the season. And I think we've talked about that in the past. Um, where they needed to make Tyra likable as quickly as as efficiently as possible because like oh okay well you have to like kind of be okay with her winning right you know right and that was kind of the entry point into us seeing a human side of Tyra and kind of forgiving all of the bullshit it's like well I mean she's she's just trying to provide for a kid you know yeah uh, you know Jujubee was robbed well Juju uh, yeah sure I mean I guess most people say Raven but like. I say Jujube. Yeah. I mean, she didn't win any challenges. Listen, I love Jujube. Don't get me. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying. I yeah. mean, I, I know yeah. I'm sounding like those people. Like, well, Sasha only had, you know, they were only shared wins, you know. It's um, fine. It's fine. It's fine. Well, anyway, uh, the other, I mean, obviously. It's just a drag show, hunty. Exactly. <laughs> uh, the, the other obvious villain, of course, is Fifi. And I don't think we get a really explicit story. I mean, I think she talks about it. And, and I'm since Girlfriends are doing season four right now. I mean, it's going to I think they actually just talked about it this episode um, where they finally they were saying like in Untucked, like Fifi finally has this like human moment of, mm. of kind of just like acknowledging her pain and everyone's pain. And I believe with Fifi, I think there were issues with her father. I mean, he may have been abusive in some way. Um, it's there's I don't know the whole story but like just knowing that she's had some kind of like difficult father story or difficult like abuse story or something like that like that tells me everything like yeah she there she's just filled with all of this unexpressed anger yeah you know yeah yeah um this he, is all just wound I remember uh, you also said uh that Kennedy has this uh a backstory I just never saw her as a villain yeah you know she's I mean I don't think of her as a traditional villain I think that she was uh I think that she was not a warm and like for a lot of the girls, certainly like there were the ones. There weren't that many warm queens on that season. No, though. but she was definitely I mean, pearl. Yeah, Is well, there something on my face. Yeah, uh, sleep mask. Yeah, I mean, I think that Kennedy was not a villain, but she was 
it's like, girl, what is your problem? Oh. Like, why are you such a bitch? Mm-hmm. You know? And then we come to find out that, you know, she has, uh, you know, this uh, mentally handicapped younger sister and she's, you know, taking, and her father passed away. And uh, of course we find out after the season that she was like about to lose her house oh, and was right, raising right, money through GoFundMe. Right. She's fine. Kept the house. Come on, Kennedy Davenport. Come on, Kennedy LaGuardia. Davenport. Newark. <laughs> Jackson Hartfield. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I I just I think that the fact that Drag Race gives us these backstories of of these villain characters is really important. Yeah. Well, I think certainly for the show. I mean, Mm -hmm. granted, now I think had Akasha been a season nine or season eight queen, Mm -hmm. like she'd been dragged through the mud. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And probably same with Chanel. Chanel would have gotten the. Oh, Alexis Michelle treatment. Alexis Michelle. I know. So we do talk about her a lot. Have a shot. Yeah, have a shot. Yeah, we got a review recently. Well, I love that all the people who have the like Amazon Alexa, the little home robot, and that every time they listen to like us or anyone talk about Alexis Michelle, Alexa's like, yes, can I help you with something or whatever it does. Shut up, Alexa. Shut up, Alexa. Um, Um, Yeah. So, I mean, that's I just I bring that up because I think that that's something that I was trying to think of like other shows that really do that where it's like do we really get the opportunity to see these characters that you like you know you hate you kind of love to hate it's like do you get that moment of of compassion yeah I'm thinking of Project Runway and you don't really get that until like the hometown visits yeah and even then like I still hated Gretchen I was just thinking (laughs) that's who I was thinking about I was thinking about Gretchen and I was like yeah you know so and I think on um, the Real Housewives series there's I think they're just all villains right yeah I don't even know that's what's fun about it yeah because you love them for for being villains right for being proud and for you know for acting out exactly yeah like that's that's a good thing yeah I mean for as little as I've watched those prostitution horses Oh man, she done already done had horses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Well, we should actually, speaking of all right, Mary, tell our listeners what they're listening to. Oh well, actually, it is another episode of All Right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary, which is our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little TV show. I'm Johnny, and I'm Colin, and. Today, this week, we will be continuing our exploration of season one, the lost season. This week, it is the first ever, um, I mean, it's really kind of the, the, it predates QNN News, it predates Good Morning Bitches, it predates the RuPaul Show Challenge from season six. Chad Bono. Yes, Chad Bono and, you know, <laughs> and his grandma. Yeah, Chad. Chad, yeah, Chad Bono. Yeah. Um, and really what it is, it's, it's uh, this Does, is. Doesn't he love Australian women? Uh, well, that's what I heard. He just, he loves Australian women. I love Australian women. A huge thing for Australian women. Oh, my God. Oh, God. And my skin just, like, crawled out of the room and oh. left. Ugh. Um, yeah, I, uh, I think what this was really about is, like, okay, how much of a personality are you, you know? And, of course, through this, they're, you know, they're channeling Oprah to right. kind of, like, find that. Right. There's a sense that it's, like, the original Snatch Game for some of these queens because yeah. they're like, oh, we have to do impersonations. Yeah, yeah. And quickly we find out that, actually, that's absolutely not what you're supposed to do, especially if you're not a black queen. Right, right. Like, don't take it so literally. Yeah. Which we'll get into. Yeah. Um, um, 
I had taken a note when when they had said that about impersonations of what if season one had a snatch game, and I was like, oh, who would each person play? And I'm like, oh, I have no idea. Yeah. Oh my god. I wouldn't even know where to begin. I wonder if now they those queens have have done impersonations, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah, who, who has Angina done? Right, because she says she doesn't really she doesn't do, she doesn't do impersonations. impersonations. Like oh, Angina okay. is is her character, right? You know, and right. that's who she. Well, you know, I'm sure a prerequisite for seasons now is like mm-hmm. you have to have a character. Yeah, like, who's your character? Well, and and because she she would we'd be remiss to not mention Chanel does have 31 character illusions. So that's right, she uh, including a an awful Lucille Ball in All Stars One. <laughs> I mean, oh, just terrible. Who are y'all doing? Lucy. Lucille Ball, the queen of comedy? Yes. There. Mm. Yeah. Who was Nina? Nina, uh, she was, oh, fuck, what was her name? It was like a super obscure reference. Um, oh, man. I'm so glad this isn't a trivia question. because oh, I'd be just, know. I would just be like, um, um. I'm doing La Lupe. La Lupe. La Lupe. La Lupe. Oh, La Lupe. Oh, of course, of course. Right. Which, I, you know... It, it's I, a great one. I remember kind of liking it. Like, yeah. I didn't get the references, but I remember, like, there was something about her that I was, like, enjoying. Yeah. 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 I feel like uh, BB could have done a good impression of somebody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I wonder who BB would have done. Um, obviously, we saw Tammy Brown do Tammy Faye Baker. Oh, yes. Uh, and... Oops. Fabulous. I mean, just... Uh, <laughs> so fabulous. Your type of drag. My type of drag. <laughs> How long has it been since we've seen each other? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's one of my favorite. I mean, for such an awful all-star is like such a highlight. Yeah. I mean, the other theme I think that we're going to talk about, uh, which is probably what I remember the most about this episode is the wig wig reveal heard around the world. Yeah. Um, And with that said, speaking of wig reveals. Okay. I have come up with three quick trivia questions. Oh, around this theme of yes. a of a wig snatch, I have told you already that I have come up with these. But yeah. this is a quick segment that I like to call Drag Race Trivia. I love that. I'm like, oh, oh, there's a wig related trivia. You're like, yeah, yeah, I already yeah, told I you. Just told you. I'm like, okay, well, I'm pretending that we because the Marys don't know, that's but right, you know, right, we're we're fine. making a show. So, Colin, <laughs> for for any of our new Marys, uh, Colin and I, uh, when we when we lived in Astoria. Um, we would take the train back and it's just a long ride to Astoria. Mm. So we would, uh, we would, I would ask him because yeah. he just know, I mean like, it's like really insane how much you know about drag race. Just, uh, it's just like your cup of tea. It's you know? my cup of soup. Yeah. It's your yeah. cup of soup. Yeah. Uh, soup to nuts. Soup to nuts. And side note, now that I live in Brooklyn, I'm like, oh my God, Astoria is so far so away. So far away. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's so I far away. in Astoria. Uh, I haven't been back since I've been here. So, uh, here are my three drag race wig reveal questions. Are you ready, Colin? As I say, you stay ready. You ain't got to get ready. <laughs> fair, 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 Ramon. Mm-hmm. All right. Question one. Which queen of all drag race seasons took off her wig twice in one season? Oh, I know the answer to this. No way. Yes, ma'am. No way. Uh-huh. London, Paris, <gasps> Milan. Mary! Mary, I'm so proud to see it. Not How did you know joking, that? bitch. Oh, my God. I don't know. I mean, it just, I, I just knew that. And can, she, you, can you name the two lip syncs? Yeah, yeah. The one was the um, uh, Born This Way. Okay. Um, All right. Against... 
I'm trying to picture because I, I know that she also took off her wig for the um, trouble against Madame Laqueer. Okay, so that's the other one. Yeah, yeah. Think about this season. I mean, isn't it's season four, right? Yeah, season four. Okay, so maybe the squirrel friends already know. Yeah, so who did she send home? Oh, well, it must have been, it's like, the, well, she sends Madame Laqueer home next episode, you know, if I'm following squirrel friends. And then she's in the bottom again. She goes home for the boat. So before that, no, um, no, she goes home. It's in the boat. Oh, oh, it's... um. Tap it out, Akila. Oh, it's got it's Jiggly because I remember her in that <gasps> yes. bathing suit. Oh my god! And those little doll legs when she did that split. That's fucked up. Yeah, that is so fucked up. Yeah. I can't believe you got that right. Okay, uh, so then you must know the answer to this next trivia question. Are you ready? I mean, I don't. Okay, I don't see what happens. Which queens both took off their wigs during a lip sync? Well, I mean, one of them it, it's Milan and Madame Laqueer. Okay, so you got. Yeah. It. Okay, I was Trouble. like. Yeah, because I remember like Madam takes it off and it's just like, all right, Mary, like <laughs> desperate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, last question. Last question, please. Um, out of eleven wig reveals or wig snatches, was it more likely for a queen to be sent home or stay? Oh shit! Wow. Um, I mean. You know, I like I'm I'm not gonna sit here and do the math because it's just gonna make for a terrible listening experience. Sure. Um, well, they have the music in the back. They do have the music. Yeah, they have the music. Because I'm, you know, I'm thinking about obviously like, you know, Peppermint and Roxy and and you know, obviously Milan stayed the first time she did it. And Peppermint had a wig reveal. Yeah. Yeah. She. Well. Oh, I, I guess I'm thinking of the finale. Oh no! Oh, against Alexis Michelle, she had one. She took it off? She took off her... She was. It was the village people. She took off the big wig and she had the short hair underneath. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. All right. Oh, I I got it. So then it's not 11. All right. All right. We got 12. Um, I am just going to... I'm not going to count season nine. All right. Um, well, I'm just going to take a flying leap here and say that I feel like more queens stay. More queens got the boot, Colin. Wow. If you take off your wig reveal, you are about 52% chance of going home. 52? Oh, my. What is this? A U.S. election? Yeah. I'm, I will. Okay. So it's pretty close. It's pretty close. Come on, Hillary. Come on. Popular vote? Um. Well, not popular vote. Mm. Uh, this is not a dragocracy. No. Um. So, yeah. Five times the queens stayed or no one went home. Mm-hmm. And six times they got the boot. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's it's. I mean, it gets it's interesting about think about wig reveals because then it's like, oh, well, then there's like Sasha Velour and right, Peppermint, right? You know, both won doing yeah. it. You yeah, know? yeah. No, it was a good thing. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel like they they did what Roxy Andrews did. That's though. the new generation of wig reveals. Yeah. If you're gonna take your wig off, you better have, have another... something on underneath uh-huh. Mary. Yeah, or be or a bald queen. Have a bunch of fucking flower petals under there. Hell yeah. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Uh, should I? I'm gonna quickly go through them since uh, there's only eleven that I. Have down, but yeah. um, obviously um, Chanel versus Akasha. Akasha mm-hmm. went home. BB versus Angina. Oh, that's right. Yeah, BB takes off her wig. Oh, and she was like ripping it off. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Venus versus Shangela. Oh God. Yeah. And Venus went home. Mm-hmm. Um, Shangela took off her wig. Stacy Lane Matthews versus Lexus Mateo. Yes. Our... Stacy was just like taking it that's off. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then there was Yada Sophia versus Alexis. Oh God, that lip sync. Yada. Oh. It was a heartbreaking one. Yeah. Um, Serena Cha-Cha versus Monica Beverly Hills. Only girl in the world. Serena took her 
wig off? Yeah. What? Really? I think so. Because I, I feel like so. that was when she was in the Little Miss Panama thing, and I don't think, I don't think she took her wig off. Okay, then it was another lip sync. Cause I, I'm pretty sure. Uh, this is sure season. That's what I saw in the clip. Wow. Yeah. No, I, I'm pretty sure she didn't take her wig off. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I stand corrected, and yeah. you were right. Well, uh, so, next... so maybe that means the odds were in my favor, Chad Michaels. Uh, <laughs> all right, Katniss Everdeen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Milan versus Madame Laqueer, Jiggly versus Milan, uh, and then Fifi versus Sharon. That's right. I remember that. It's Raining Men. Yeah. And then Latrice versus Kenya. Oh, God, yeah. And then I remember Santino had that face, like, oh, 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 no. oh, she did that. Oh, oh this, no. and it's like, wrong really? song. Well, and I always thought it was, I thought it was Santino thinking, oh, how like intense, how I thought he was like a positive response. Oh, I always took that as him being like, Wow. And I'm like, that's wowing you? That's Latrice is winning an Oscar right now. Yeah. And you're wowed by this? Yeah. It's just she didn't she didn't want to I would have to admit that he could have been, been editing. He could have been just wooing at, at some other moment and they just cut to that, you know. Maybe yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh Roxy versus Alyssa. Oh well, yeah, naturally. I mean Oh, that wig reveal. That wig reveal. And and then the the cut to Rue and Michelle. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing the wave right yeah, now. Yeah, Waving. yeah, yeah. It's almost like the the roast when she's like, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When she's laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you look like the black peewee. Right, girl. right. <laughs> yeah, she's doing her Sammy Davis Jr. impression. Yeah. So we should talk about the episode. Uh, Trivia is over. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about some. Wig Were there snatches. no wig reveals in season seven or eight? No. Wow. Wow. I, that's. Oh no, Robbie Turner. Robbie Turner. Robbie Turner took her wig off, and and it was a poor choice. I mean, in an already dismal situation. Oh, and she just she she. Okay, I was gonna, I was gonna say something awful. I love how that. like I came in like thinking that like I knew all these right, and then of course I miss some. And, and Colin's I just, like, well, what about this one? And what, what about this one? one? What about that oh, one? and Peppermint. And was, I was like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. No, I I just. I hold on to this stuff. All right. These are my right. babies. These oh. are my treasures. <laughs> you know? These are my gifts. My gifts. I feel you in me. <laughs> so, I don't know. Craft reference. Oh, craft okay. Reference. It was yeah. like, Feruza Balk realness. Yeah. Another great drag character. Yeah. That's a, a great drag yeah. movie. Drag, great drag yeah. movie. The yeah. Craft. Oh. That, you know, that's, I mean, we've been talking they about They were this. in drag the whole show. The whole yeah. Movie. yeah. Is, I mean, I think at, when we finish season one, there's going to be a lot of like, these there's a, there's a running theme of all these like these '90s movies, but it's all these like draggy movies. Yeah, and not and I don't think we're talking about the birdcage. It's like it's no, this, no, this so, idea that we are putting on a skin, we're putting on a gender, we're yeah. putting on something that's magnified. Right, right, and just yeah, like part of ourselves that gets magnified. Right? Yeah, and then in the case of like the Brady Bunch movie, where it's like the whole fucking thing. Oh my god, the whole movie oh, has a wig on, and they never break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's oh, I can't wait. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and I and I hope Drop Dead Gorgeous somehow fits into that oh, theme. Uh, just because. We'll find a way. Yeah. We shall f- Alaska. Yeah. It's our podcast. We can talk about Alaska. Yeah. Um, great. So let's jump into this uh, this third episode of season one. Yes. Um, the the mini challenge. Uh, you know, it's interesting because I'm I'm going back going back to these older seasons. You know, season nine didn't have many mini challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, uh, next week is the the big product placement week, but yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, what was the mini challenge? I mean, it was all it was was just to reveal who Oprah was. It was a, it was just trivia. Remember it was like, 
right, um, right, right. What right. city's the Windy City, and which Marx brother, Harpo, and and then it's like what all these things have in common. Oprah, Oprah. and then of course Chanel thought that Oprah was there, right? And it's like and then no, Oprah was God. It's like you just had Michelle Williams. Do you really think like oh, but we also got Oprah? Yeah, like we, we could Gail. Yeah, yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. We have Gail King. <laughs> Who knows Oprah better? <laughs> right, right. I love Gail. Right. We've got Stedman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Yeah, no, it's, you know, I, I found uh, this sort of this Oprah challenge to be a really interesting context. Um, obviously, the queens kind of interpret the challenge initially very differently. Right. You know, right. and and it's interesting because... Was there I, a language pro- problem, too? I mean, I, I kind of fight for it a little yeah, bit. Well, I, 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 just, you know, I don't know where the confusion was. And maybe part of it, because I kept thinking about if this was a, a later season challenge. Just doesn't she say channel your inner Oprah? Yeah. That might be confusing. Maybe. And I think that, that if this was a later season, the queens have this context of like, oh, I know what what, what you're supposed to do on this show with a challenge like this. Right. Whereas right. these queens, this is the perfect example. They have no, they have no context. Yeah, they didn't they're know like, they needed to be the talk show host. Right. Yeah. And so there's Jade getting into blackface. I'm like freaking out because, you know, this is an African-American woman and I am a light-skinned Puerto Rican. Like, how am I going to do this? How am I supposed to be a black woman right now? Like, this is insane. You know, and right. and, and what's also really interesting is the queens who are like, oh, well, um, I don't know if I have anything like Nina's. Like, I got a lot of fierce clothes, but nothing Oprah would wear. And it's like, that's not what it's, it's not about. not what it's about, exactly. You know, I was watching, um, I, I watched at work today, a couple of episodes from Under the Hood. Oh, I haven't been watching them. Oh, my God. It's... It's just like untucked. It's like yeah. it's like the it's literally like a video camera, like a camcorder. Uh, oh yeah, recording them. Um, and even the opening is a RuPaul doll and RuPaul speaking over it. I I think I did see that. It's yeah. wild. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so after uh, after each of them um, films, they come into the back room, and Chanel says, "I forgot that I was supposed to be Oprah." And meanwhile, I'm sitting there watching the show and I'm like, well, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. You're yeah. supposed to be yourself. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think when I think about this idea of channeling Oprah, she's a, it actually is a, is a great choice if they weren't taking it so literally. Because Oprah, I mean, in terms of charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent, hmm. Oprah has all of those in spades. Yeah. I mean, I know there's a lot of people who are like, uh, Oprah, whatever. I'm like, no. You no. can say what you want about Oprah. No. But that woman, much like RuPaul. Changed the world. She didn't have she, or there, our world. There was no one who had she blazed the path. There was right. she was the one doing it. There was no one else who right had, and and not a woman all, of color. I mean, right? It was, un, it was it, and, Oprah is is significant. And for her to accomplish, I mean, the color purple, like, and I you know I hadn't seen the color purple for ages, and then and I always knew Oprah was in it. I was like, oh, I wonder what that's. Like. I wonder how she is. Fabulous. And it was it. It was so much better than I ever could have imagined. She was so much better than I ever could have expected. All my life I had to fight. I had to fight my daddy. I had to fight my uncles. I had to fight my brothers. Good child ain't safe in family means. I never thought I had to fight in my own house. And, and knowing the story, like there's, there's like, I think a clip on YouTube, maybe we can post it on Twitter, like Oprah telling the story of how she right. um, got the role and, and that whole experience. Yeah, it's a great story. It's great. And I think that like, so charisma, she's got, I mean, she's super charismatic, obviously. Like we all know that we've all seen her on TV. I used to come home from school, you know, and, and we're talking like 
high school and like watch Oprah with my mom um, right. at four o'clock in the afternoon. Um, because, you know, I was like 14, 15. I went to all boys Catholic high school and I had no friends at the time. Um, so it was like, all right, mom, you do the ironing and I'll watch Oprah. And it was, yeah, I mean. Talk about a villain backstory. Oh, I know. Well, then I found the theater company and it was fine. So, you know. Um, <laughs> oh. But yeah, I don't, I don't want people to think I like a super tragic life. But so obviously Oprah super charismatic. She's certainly unique. No one else was pulling this off. There was no, you know, women of color who were accomplishing so much and to such an extent in those industries and, yeah. and what she was trying to do and the, the nerve it takes to do that and obviously the talent like we're getting the point oprah has got it all and so it was a great model for these queens well and rupaul also had a show like rupaul mm-hmm. also had a talk show i mean right that's the other thing also to, to, to remember right is that she's picking challenges based on her career totally and yeah. then the one that instead of channeling channeling rupaul she they channel the you know the, the the better talk show host, right? Right, because I guess I mean at a certain point there's there's a little bit of like, you know, it, it's like okay, RuPaul, like they're following your footsteps, but like to be like okay, well now channel your inner RuPaul, it's like it's a little narcissistic, you know? right? It's a little Tyra Banksy, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right, exactly, and it's like because I, I also think that that's so limiting because it's like I think that Ru wants these girls to find their own version of that, right? Which is why I'm kind of like. Channel your own Oprah. I mean, I get it, but I think it could have been phrased better. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, even Akasha was making her face up to look like Oprah. It it was so interesting. They were all confused. And you know what I didn't appreciate? Mm -hmm. When Jade was basically painting her face to look like Oprah. Yeah. And then the, all the girls started laughing at I her. I know. I always, I, I always feel sad when it's I. It's like this isn't her fault here. Right, right. And and Are you actually, kidding me? Jade. It's funny you mentioned that because Jade. Oh, I felt so bad. She's obviously like embarrassed by it, and she's you know, and the girls are being catty and making comments, and and she said, you know, to be honest, you know, like Chanel was like the total opposite of Oprah, and I was like, oh, that's a. That is like I feel like there's like there are these little things in season one. There's these little things that get planted here and there. That's just it's just like I mean we see it later. Well, because Ch- Chanel's the one that tells Jade. It's not a competition of oh who looks the most like Oprah. It has nothing to do with what this is about. Goes to what? You impersonate Oprah, right? <laughs> they never said you have to look like Oprah. She is. She's very. She's very catty about it. Yeah. Um. And it's. Uh. You know. It's interesting. Of of all of these queens, kind of with this issue, the only one who actually gets over this is BB, because when Rue is coming around doing her like Tim Gunn stuff, uh, BB's like, you know, I just let the whole Oprah thing go. And she kind of goes to the essence of and like finds her own version of it. And I just I think that that like that was the smartest way to go. Right. You know? Right. Um, and it also says a lot about BB, you know, in this yeah. room of girls. It tells you, oh, okay, so that's how BB thinks. Well, there you go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, there, oh, also, and I'll, I'll edit the soundbite in here, but at one point, this is where, um, there's, there's an extensive. All right, squirrel friends, gather around. Come on, squirrel friends. I've got some nuts for you. I think oh, it's the first time we ever hear that, that expression. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Come on, squirrel friends. Yeah. Um, is that just because they collect nuts? Like, I always wonder, like, where squ- is it girlfriends, but squirrel friends? Because it's like, I think you're not it, girlfriends, you're squirrel friends. I think it's because you've got your nuts tucked away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. No, um, yeah. So, uh, obviously, I mentioned earlier that this challenge certainly, you know, in some ways predates QNN News and Good Morning Bitches. It's, you know, the sort of like being this, this 
television personality. You know? Right. Well, and and I think the the challenge that comes to my mind the most was when they interviewed Chaz, like we said before. Yeah. Um, but we did not mention that they interviewed Tori and Dean, Tori Spelling. Yeah. The other drag queen completely room. Yeah, yeah yeah they were charming they were sweet um, yeah I you know it's funny I always I, I think them. I want to be more annoyed by Tori Spelling than I ever really am she, I think she's fine she's kind of great yeah, and then of course great. she was in that what was it um not today Bianca that right where she's screaming in the in the car I mean she <laughs> she's great and obviously she was in trick oh and, you know. trick is when I was like oh Tori Spelling yeah you're a cool ass chick right you're right a cool ass chick right and and, and even though I kind of you and I kind of hated her character in trick but I also was like oh Tori knows what she's doing oh my god she, Where are the cheese? Where's the cheese? Where's the cheese <laughs> yeah. for these fucking fries? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that part's great. Yeah. Oh, Trick is one of those movies that I rented. I was probably, I was either in high school or like in college. No, I, I must, maybe, I don't remember, but I remember going to like Hollywood video and getting it on VHS oh. and like sneaking it home. So you did that. I went, I took the, the train, the New Jersey transit train into the city. Oh my god! To um, I think it was the it was like the Virgin Megastore. It's like uh-huh. closed now, but it was yeah. right by the Thirty Fourth Street uh-huh. gas station. And I would go and I would buy gay porn there. Wow! They didn't card, and I would buy these gay movies like Trick uh-huh. and um, uh, Billy's Hollywood Screen Kids. Oh my god! And uh, oh oh oh, um, it's my party. Which I've never and, seen. Oh my god! I've heard it's super depressing. It's super depressing. Also, nobody can act in it. Uh, Margaret, Margaret Cho is in it. it. Yeah. Um, and then um, Jeffrey. This movie called Jeffrey. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, all of the movies where somebody dies of AIDS. Right. Yeah. Except I, for Trick. Except for Trick. Yeah. Trick. I mean, I remember that was one Broken of those Broken Hearts Club. Oh, Broken Hearts Club. Yeah. Trick was one of those movies where it was like, oh, you know, I, I, it was so aspirational for me at the time. It was so foreign. It was so foreign, and I was just like, oh my god, like how lucky you know what i mean and i totally identified with whatever his name was christian or whatever his name was yeah um, well that's nev campbell's brother yeah or is that his real name christian campbell is that yeah, the actor's I name? So. yeah i don't remember the the character's name yeah uh, uh oh gabriel gabriel yeah. Yeah, yeah i just remember the song i just remember enter you right right Which is quite the double entendre. Uh, <laughs> beer can. Yeah. Um, right. You know who was great in that movie was the, the other drag queen was the girlfriend uh, in bed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, Gabriel. It was like that. The, she had that like airy voice. Right. Anyway, loved yeah. her. She was like, she wanted to be a therapist. And right. She was trying to get them back together. Oh, right. Right. And we don't even need to talk about Coco Peru. Obviously. Oh, my God. You ever get cum in your eye, Gabriel? Huh? It burns. It burns. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I mean, that moment, that is, that's a, obviously a great, like, spoken word lip sync. Oh, sure. Moment. Sure. That yeah. monologue. I've seen, like, queens do that monologue on stage, yeah. like in a monologue show or whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. People love that's that a go to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you have not seen Trick, go see Trick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's, it's great. And it's so New York. It's so New York. It's so 90s. At a certain period yeah, of time. Exactly. It's, and it's, I look at that, I look at that period of New York and I think, oh, it, it seems it's almost like early. Not that I was a big Sex in the City fan, but like when you watch like the first season of Sex in the City, it's this very specific version of New York yeah. that 
I can't quite describe it, but like it's almost like I wish New York felt like that now, except it was definitely more dangerous than it is now. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like there's something right. about it that felt like less crowded and a little more, you know, less overtaken by corporate, you know, greed and rent hikes and shit like that. But yeah. just because I saw it at a certain point in my life, but there's like an there's an ideal version of New York there. Yeah, I mean, it, it certainly might have been just us glamorizing it because we were like pining for role models, pining for something, right? Like, From New Jersey, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, sorry about that. A little, uh, yeah, little, a little tangent session. Um, um, oh, and I do just want to say that that during the the because oh, we were talking about Tori Spelling. That's yeah, how we so got it, yeah, that. we're okay, yeah. During the filming, and I will edit in the clip of this, is I think when um, when Nina Flowers is is recording. Plug it in and blow. Shh. You better work, bitch. <laughs> and it's so great to see Rue so involved. Yeah, she's I, there. Every, yeah, she's there at every single challenge. Yeah, and and is like really kind of. And this one, like she's she's producer. She's yeah, and she's giving them some tips and she's guiding them. And it, I mean, I know that. It obviously doesn't really happen at all now, but like there's something about that that I, I, oh, you know, if we're talking about nostalgia, you know, like that's something like, oh man, I Hands love on. that RuPaul. Yeah. yeah. Where she, where we see her playing the producer. We yeah. We see her, you know, getting involved, getting her, her hands dirty. Yeah. Yeah. His hands dirty. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, it was you know it was an it was an okay challenge. Uh, I like the the whole monologue that they gave where they were making them slip up. Oh, the words. That, yeah, that was so. It felt so like like a game show. Like yeah, it felt it was, so it was cute. I guess. Right, right. Cute is the only word I can. Like think they of. wouldn't do it in later seasons. No, you know it was take up too much time. Yeah, it was a little too on the nose. You know, of like oh, and we're gonna put in this difficult this name. weird word. Yeah, you know? yeah, and trip yeah. them up this way. Yeah, which is kind of unfair for the the queens that you know English is their second language. Yeah, it's just yeah. like well, I guess you have to roll through it. It's almost about attitude mm-hmm. and and how you deal with <clears throat> right. problems and issues. Right, right. Because um, I don't think that they the judges were going to read them for messing up on the words because they didn't know how to say. I, I, I can't say it either. So I guess I you know can't judge. But just yeah, just because you don't know how to say that word doesn't mean you can't be America's Next Track Superstar. Right, right, like, right, yeah. right. It's about how you deal <laughs> with. That challenge, up. yeah, yeah. Exactly. and they all—they all, they all kind of did okay. They did okay, it was fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they were jovial about it, right? Um, and I—I I mean, obviously, there was that um, very awkward moment for Nina when she asked Tori and Dean or Tori about, you know, the HIV or hit TV show. Tell me about your HIV. Uh, H. Oh my God, that was a mess. I don't know what the hell came out of my mouth. You have HIV? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no. Hit TV show. I'm sorry. Hit TV show. Hit TV show. Oh, they wouldn't have this on TV now. Wow. We're a little too sensitive for this yeah. now. Wow. Like it was very, uh, it just felt like such an antiquated moment. Sure. You know? Sure. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it was, yeah, that was, I was just like, wow. But I wanted it to be over. <laughs> Totally. Um, and but then luckily they have a little cocktail party afterwards with Tori and Dean, which I also feels like something that they would not do in later seasons. Where it's just like, okay, let's all just like relax and take a deep breath and and decompress. Like, I don't think they're they're giving the queens that opportunity after the season. You know what I mean? Right. And it's I kind of like that. There's something very kind and warm about like, hey, let's have a cocktail party now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I liked. Um I, I really appreciated Tori and Dean and you know they were interviewing them mm-hmm. just like Chaz and Chad's Chad's Chad Chad's right. mother right um I, th- I thought that they were there to there to help yeah felt good yeah I think they were game you yeah know? I don't like, think that they were even paid 
you know i yeah i wouldn't I wonder be surprised if, yeah I, I wonder if maybe they were paid but like right very little but i could see them being like yeah sure we'll do yeah, it yeah we'll do it yeah, yeah. exactly especially because yeah. they just had this reality show come out or whatever right and team. because if you think about it it's like this is an opportunity for them to promote themselves yeah why not yeah, yeah, yeah. as 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 gay gay supporters right and talk about their book and, and right. the show and like and i guess talk about it like multiple times yeah i mean it, yeah. it works out oh, really totally, well totally. yeah um I mean, my notes go right to the runway. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, and this was it was uh, this was an interesting runway. I mean, I think obviously the biggest highlight is Chanel's Medusa realness <sighs> with the breastplate. Yeah, that breastplate. I mean, I mean that was a, I, when I first watched the season, I had never seen anything like that. Yeah, I mean, I remember like not understanding how she was pulling this off. Oh, oh. I mean, obviously we see in the lip sync because she takes it off. But right. I, like when I first, I was like. How are you doing this? Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. couldn't. But the snakes. I couldn't are figure out. Plate. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, it was such a great look. I remember watching that season, being like, "Chanel is so good. They hate her. They hate her." Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it, it's. I mean, that's so. It's so difficult when they give her that critique later of like, oh, it's almost too perfect, and it's like. No, it's just perfect. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I get what they're doing. I get what they're pushing for. But it was like, I mean, in some ways, it was almost like Chanel was right. Like, they are not going to give her a fucking crumb. Right. You know? Right. Um, like and it's the, not till she's not in the room that they say, well, she's beautiful. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. Just, it's ridiculous. And, and Rue being like, she needs to lay back. Um, I, I think this is a good moment to kind of talk about maybe what propelled um, Chanel to concoct the moment. That started a trend, as yeah. we as we saw earlier, um, of wig wig falling off during uh, awesome moments during a, a lip sync. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's because she's getting she gets the critique that like, you know, we need to see your vulnerability, and she immediately is like, okay, I know what to do. I mean, I don't think she knew that she was going to be in the bottom necessarily, but I think I mean she admits to it later in the reunion. She created, she's like, oh yeah, I mean. I was like okay, and and when you watch it, knowing that she's creating it, you're like, well, why would she have jumped at that moment? You know what I mean? Right, 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 um, right, right, right. There was it was that was the big climax. Yeah, of the song. yeah. And you know, when I think about this this lip sync, I mean, jumping ahead a little bit. When I think about this lip sync, I think, well, Akasha wasn't doing a terrible job. Like it was, it, they were both doing. There was no way they were sending Chanel home. No, I mean... That was to get into her head. Yeah, I mean, there were multiple reasons they wouldn't send her home this episode. She had so much more of a storyline. Akasha was I mean, she was obnoxious during her challenge. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. But I think that that was, you know... uh, That was making for good TV. Yeah. So... Oh, yeah. um, I I, want to go back to Chanel, but I do just want to also give credit to BB's runway. Oh, yes. That I mean, that was. I'm trying to think if this was the. How f- would you describe it to, to our Marys that haven't seen it? Okay, so, BB steps out. She's got this big old black fur coat and this huge mane of like this mm. lioness mane of uh, hair. Uh, and so she's got that, and you're like, oh, she, there's just, there's so much there. And she, you know, and she kind of does, you know, one one turn on the runway and gets gets to the back, and then she takes the coat. Yeah. And it's and it's oh you mean this, this. exactly I was like I was like this, this. Yeah, it was like that moment except it was just like oh by the way right and she's got this like leopard cat you know bodysuit oh, on God. and it's just you know what's so interesting is that it's a very simple look there's not a lot there's not a lot of pieces right there's the leopard bodysuit there's a black corset like there's four or five pieces to this look but she is selling the shit out of it right and all of those pieces are such big statements and and i think it's also like her face i mean the face that 
BB gives face, 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 oh. give me face. So I love it. Come. That's that is to come. No, yeah. no, BB gives such good face on the yeah. runway. Yeah, I mean she just sells. Yeah, the shit her and Angina, I love on the runway mm-hmm. so much. Yeah, yeah. I love um, yeah, so we should talk about um, the the wig reveal. Um, yeah, you to give your credit where credits due. You want to talk about this idea of performance of vulnerability. This idea that oh, I have to be vulnerable. Here's me performing it. Right. And so Chanel decided to take off her wig. Right. Because which is like every drag queen should never take off their wig. Yeah. That's like a it it, it used to be a cardinal sin. Right. Yeah. I mean it's. I think that when you when you watch the lip sync, you know, doing Greatest Love of All by, you know, Whitney Houston, and when it starts, you know, Chanel is being very performative. And and each move there's just there's something about it that I'm 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 feeling the same the thing that they're talking about with Chanel. There's this there's this wall, there's this coldness, there's this thing I can't connect with. And it's like, okay, all of your moves are precise and you're hitting all the right notes and you're kind of doing the textbook right way to do a lip sync, but I'm not feeling anything. Right. And Akasha, I mean, I really kind of like paid more attention to her this time. And I was like, she's, she's doing a pretty good job. Like she's definitely like, I'm feeling it. Like she's giving me a very realistic, like I really believe she's in the moment, you know? Right. Right. And, and so, yeah, I feel like what this is, I mean, this is all, it's something we see with Chanel, we see it next episode. I think we see it a lot through the rest of the season that she's, she's trying to perform vulnerability. Mm. Um, and it's, she's trying to show that she's human, that she has, that she's more than what this perfection is, is showing. Right. And, and it's an interesting comparison. You know, the other queen who got this kind of critique was Courtney act. Right. You know, she actually, she asks, and this is, and it's, and it's, and it's actually the, the interview episode, the RuPaul show episode. So it's interesting illusion. Um, but she asks RuPaul wow. in the workroom, she says, you know, do you have any feedback for me? I feel like I'm doing well, but I don't know. Like, I just don't know. And and that's where RuPaul was like. But America's Next Drag superstar also has uh, soft, tender parts and who, who's also as hard as steel. Mm. So fully rounded. Mm. And this is the perfect challenge to put that to the test. Ru's asking me to give something more, like humanity and vulnerability. We need to like, See who you really are underneath all of this. Yeah, I mean, just to start an act one gun for next week, who do you think you are? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's I and I think the way that Courtney answers that challenge of who are you? Who do you think you are? Let us see that. Chanel chooses to do this stunt, and mm. Courtney says, Okay, I have this opportunity here in this challenge. I'm I'm gonna loosen up and I'm gonna Look ugly, yeah. (laughs) And she didn't even look that ugly, right? 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 It was like Selena Kyle from uh, Batman Returns. It's like, oh, okay, you're just kind of this, you know, batty, you just have woman glasses on, (laughs) yeah, glasses that are crooked, right? 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 You just got and and like a little bit of you know VO five hot oil treatment, and you are gonna be fine, Mary. but yeah, no, I think that what Courtney did is that she 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 then took that interview as an opportunity to be like. To, con- to show RuPaul that she could connect. Okay. You know? Um, and Do you cert- think that she did, though? I mean, I... I, I think, think she, she did. Failed I think that she... I think that she hit the right notes for the story they needed to tell. Okay. 
You yeah. know what I well, mean? Well, they were able to be like, oh, you did this, Courtney. And Courtney yeah. did it, and now we can give her the now win. We can give her, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Instead okay. of um, Ben, who I think probably should have won that challenge. Um, oh. Yeah, what are you going to do? That's the tea. That's the tea. Uh, yeah, and so it's... Uh, it, ben, I in the hizzy pushes, boy. You know, we, I, you couldn't even get away from it, Mary. I can't, I cannot. Good try, Mary. Uh, I, nice try. Nice try. <laughs> You're so great. What are you still doing here, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep project. That's runway. a deep cut. <laughs> You're so great. What are you still doing here, Jeff? Jeff. Um, you know, and, and I guess in comparison, we're going to talk about vulnerability. At the end of the episode, when Akasha is crying and she just like can't stop herself, that's vulnerability. This helped me realize I'm a good entertainer, but I still have things I need to work on. And I don't know why I'm crying. <laughs> I have not cried in like four years. Oh yeah, and um, they on under the hood. Mm-hmm. We also see her get really emotional backstage. Oh really? Yeah, there's an interview with her after, mm-hmm. um, basically saying like, you know what what happened, and she's like, you know, I'm happy for all the girls here. I don't know why I'm crying. I don't know why I can't believe I'm crying right now. Yeah. Why am I crying? I mean, yeah, I think I did an okay job, but I think she's not deserve this day. I do. And you know what? The funniest thing is, I'm so done to both the person, and I haven't cried in such a long time. And I'm crying now. I don't care. I don't care. I had so much fun, and I'm so happy to be here. And I'm so happy for the other girls. That's like the. I mean, that's so cool. It's like the opposite of self-production. To see that side of Akasha, I'm like, oh, I almost want to know what more we would see out of you to see that breakdown. You know, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like you know, to get to a Trinity K. Bonet type of situation. Exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's it's kind of banking on the idea that someone that a breakdown could be break breakdown. Sorry. Yeah, that it could be like an actual like defining turning point. Whereas I think for a lot of people, especially maybe someone like Akasha, it's a breakdown and then you build the wall up again quickly. You mm-hmm. know. So I mean, it's not a guarantee. Right. Right. Yeah, I feel like that would happen. Yeah. 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 Um. But yeah, with that, uh, Akasha, you know. Sashay is away and uh, opens up the stage for, you know, the storylines next week. Um, yeah, yeah. Next week is is um, uh, is an episode. If people don't remember the wig reveal, they remember next week's episode. Oh, next week's episode has so many season one highlights. Right. The so, runway alone. Mm-hmm. The Angina story. Yep. Coming to a head. And then the uh, the robbery. Yeah, well, and and next week we, we, I've been the talking robbery about, of Jade. Yeah, I've been talking about this that like Rebecca is the original Act One or the original Long Con. Yeah, the original Valentina, and it really gets set up. And you mm. know who I love the most in in all of this is BB because she's the one who's like, I smell a rat. I smell a rat. Mm. She's the first. She's the one who keeps <laughs> who keeps being like, I don't know, I don't trust this. And I'm like, Yes, BB. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. So next week will be fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Next week will be fun. We should move on to another segment. Uh, if yeah. if you're keen, I'm keen. Uh, I read it on Reddit. Can you read, honey? I read it on Reddit. <clears throat> so obviously, this is a you know our new segment where I'm sort of compiling and and uh, curating some posts and things that I've 
found on Reddit as I am frequently uh, trawling. Uh, <laughs> professor Trelawney. I'm officially, as I'm Professor Professor Trelawneying <laughs> the RuPaul's Drag Race subreddit. Uh, um, so speaking of Miss Beebe, um, obviously by the time this episode is out, uh, it will be out, but she's releasing a new single called um, Fun Tonight. I don't okay. know anything about it. I bet uh, it'd be fun. I bet it'd be fun. I bet it happens in the evening. <laughs> so, I mean, that's what we're working with here. Um, and that, oh, and also that she will be at DragCon New York. Oh, so, so we'll, we'll, we'll maybe see her walk maybe by. Maybe see her in the same room, but I'm not going to wait in line. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, I have some season nine reunion tea. Go for it, Mary. So shut up, pheromone. Sorry. Well, it's funny you bring that up. <gasps> no way. It's funny you mention that. So apparently, you know, they're doing this War on the Catwalk um, tour right now. Right. Yeah, which we've been getting some updates from, you know, I, I think some of our Marys have yeah, been going and, and gone. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So we've been uh, loving it because I, I did not get tickets to go see it. So, like, if you've seen it, if you're going to see it, we'd love to hear what you think about it. Yeah, we'd take love some to videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's we'll, a couple. We'll them. There's a couple on YouTube. Um, I saw some. It was like, okay. Uh, so, anyway. They have a question and answer period. Um, did I lose the Q and A portion? They have a question and answer period, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I think it was, and actually to be honest, I well didn't. Placed. Thank you. I actually and, and to be fair and to be real, I did not find this tea on Reddit. I found it on Tumblr. Oh, okay, yeah. fair. Not fair, just fair for porn, way. yeah, um, but great for <laughs> that's, porn. That's their new. That's their new catchphrase. Yeah, yeah, not just for porn. Yeah, but damn. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's it's. I, ugh, I'm going to go on a tangent about Tumblr porn. It's everything. No, it's so specific. Anyway, so okay, so the season nine reunion tea. So Aja had said that apparently pheromone was like wasted at the reunion and that the fight between pheromone and valentina went on for like 20 minutes no and then rupaul had to like cut it off because yes. it was like it was just gonna keep going wow i mean and this could be a bit embellished but i want to believe in that and oh, i wow I, yeah i hope that Farah had more to say right about that and i just it's like i'm gonna need to talk to sarge and see if he's got the footage because oh, you know i've got this fantasy but you yeah, know you can give him a call i could i give him a little wriggle ding yeah hey, Sarge. hey baby um you aye, up aye, sir yeah oh yeah you up, <laughs> you up? yeah letter u um, yeah um okay so so take that for what it's worth okay um Good some tea. fun little tea. Good tea and also i wanted to mention it just came out so there's uh, there's a tire company, Pirelli, and they do like a yearly calendar and it always features like supermodels. Oh my God, I saw this. It was the uh, Queen, Queen of, of Hearts. Hearts. So RuPaul is in the, the 2018 Pirelli calendar and she is Queen of Hearts. Oh, it's She looks stunning. phenomenal. And you know what I like about it the most? And I say this, and this is not a bad thing at all. She looks older and I love it. Right. Like it, there's something that I'm like, oh, this is like a... This is like a totally different version of RuPaul. Right, she's being an older queen. She's being an older queen, and yeah. it looks so Old good. Drag. Oh, yeah. it's great. Like, oh, she's fabulous yeah. in that picture. Yeah. And it's just a picture, you know what I'm saying? It's just a fucking picture. Yeah, and it, but it's just like, oh, yeah, in case anyone forgot, this bitch can do drag. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll obviously, I mean, if you guys are listening to this, you've probably, probably seen, seen it, it, but yeah. we'll post it anyway. For sure. Um, and then... I also wanted to just, I mean, it's not going to translate well being, it, it's a visual meme, but it, uh, I, I found this on Reddit and I thought this was so funny. Did, oh, I did see it on my phone. Good. Um, so someone had posted something saying um, the title was Zero Solo Wins. 
and of course they're talking about Sasha, Sasha and then they have a screenshot of detox at the roast saying and much like Noe Malone she relies on the talents of her black friends <laughs> And I was like, brilliant. That is such a brilliant yeah, connection. Oh, I love those. So, um, oh, well done. Yeah, yeah. So I will, I will share that on Twitter too. That was come really on funny. Reddit. Come yeah. on Reddit. Come on Reddit. Thanks for the good stuffs. If you have any thoughts on season one, season nine, any season drag on the Brady Bunch, on the craft, because I can quote the hell out of that movie. Okay, Mary. Um, you can email us at all right. discount. Yeah. <laughs> Everything in nature steals, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com or you can reach out to us on Twitter at allrightmary. And that's right. You can go to iTunes. And you know what you can do in iTunes? I don't know. You can leave a five star rating oh and God. review. Five? Five. Five. Oh. Don't skimp. You got stars to share. <laughs> Give us all five. Um, and yeah, and let let everyone else out, know out there that you know this is a drag race podcast worth listening to. Hey, Mary, all right, Mary. Hey, Mary, sounds like a plan. Yeah, um, I think that's all we've got for this week. I think um, state next week, girl. It is going to be an episode. Big so, week. Yeah. So be sure to tune in. Uh, other than that, all I've got left to say, I think, is. Uh, Bye. See you later.